Hey, I'm Gianni DiCenzo, and I play Dimitri Alexopoulos, and you're listening to Cobra Kai Companions. We're not gonna get into trouble, are we? Welcome back to another episode of Cobra Kai Companion, and I am Peter. I am Brianna. And you guys, we finally, we finally got him back. Gianni's back. Hi, welcome. Yeah, thank you for having me. Hi, guys. Yeah, yeah. We missed you. Hi, thank you, thank you, thank you. It's good you to know, be here. We were just talking off, Mike, for those that are tuning in and maybe newer to our channel. We were just talking about how, at the time of this recording, it's been almost four years since Gianni made his first appearance uh, you know, says that uh, we were his thir- first interview. So it's been really cool to see you grow. Your mom invited me to your virtual graduation and seeing you make appearances at all these cons. What has it been like for you in this three plus years uh, being a part of Cobra Kai? Honestly, been insane. Yeah, like I said, you were my very first interview ever. Since then, I've done a lot. I like to say I, I'm kind of used to it, but I feel like it, each one is like new in its own unique way. But uh, yeah, I had no idea what to expect. This was uh, crazy. When I first auditioned for this, I, I didn't know it would be <laughs> as big as it is now. But honestly, looking back on it, you know, Cobra Kai, Karate Kid 30 years later, I, I think it would have been obvious that, yeah, this is going to be a big deal. And I'm just grateful to be a part of it. Yeah. Um, congratulations, by the way. Um, I think since I have have spoken to you, because I missed a couple of your interviews, um, you have been promoted to main cast since season three. And congratulations on having a last name and being thank Greek. You, thank you very much. Yeah. Yeah, I'm Greek now. Who knew that? I, I honestly didn't. But uh, yeah, now we get like a little glimpse into like Dimitri's life. We still need to find out, you know, his parents and maybe his house, if he has either of those. I don't know. <laughs> he just kind of appears in scenes, you know? But, yeah. Um, yeah, I like to think maybe he takes the bus everywhere. Like maybe he's just got like, you know, in San Francisco, they've got like the clip, the clipper cards. Maybe he's just got something like that. L.A. equivalent. I don't know. He's the only main cast member that we have not seen either of their yeah. parents, either he, either he, of your no. parents. No, we don't know. Yeah, he's broken his arm. He's gotten beaten up. But uh, yeah, his parents are busy, man. They're, they got, you know, things to do. They can't be bothered. <laughs> All the other dojo members are taking care of you, you know, while yeah. they're busy. Uh, before yeah. we get further into uh, Cobra Kai stuff, the, uh, there's something that you participated in that I thought was very neat. And uh, a listener of ours, Raina, you huh? um, went to her, was it like a digital prom or? Um... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, I got to go to, yeah, her digital prom. That was super fun. I yeah. honestly, I never got a prom in senior year because COVID hit. So like they tried That's to right. do like an online thing, but, you know, it wasn't the cool thing to do to like go to a virtual prom. I honestly just hate Zoom in general. So I didn't want to do that. But um yeah, I, I don't know. It, it just never really worked out for me. But uh, yeah, it was cool to be able to go to her virtual prom, which you know, I had a good time. I danced a lot. I was not expecting to be breaking a sweat that much over Zoom. Over Zoom. Was, yeah. <laughs> I think I lost a pound or two there. It was great. 
Yeah. Uh, that, I, that makes me think that you must be the same age as my daughter because COVID hit her senior year too. Yeah, um, 2020. Yeah. Yep. She graduated in 2020. They tried to do a prom, like the parents were going to get it, you know, and, and then they were like, um, no, we really don't want to kill our children. So I guess we're not going to do that. You know, tried to do an in-person prom. Yes. Tried to do an in-person oh. prom. They were going to rent a banquet hall here in town and, and have it anyway, because they all had their tuxes. They all had their dresses, but yeah, no, I, that's, yeah, that's interesting. I, I see, I tried to do, or well, they tried to do like a, an in-person graduation kind of, it was like a drive-through thing. We like just drove up in cars like behind the school and they just gave us diplomas. Like I couldn't take any pictures with anyone. We just had to like stand alone in a little backdrop. So, I mean, it was like, you know, the best that they could do at the time, but yeah, I didn't know that uh, people were actually trying to do a prom in person. Yeah. I mean, I, your, your graduation, I thought it was very well coordinated. And I think I remember, you know, cause your mom did a live for the whole thing for all of us to watch. I think you even mentioned that um, you didn't think you were going to, uh, going to graduate. <laughs> I'm a really bad student, so I'm gonna say it got pretty close there, just cause I I don't I don't know what it is about me. I'm just terrible. Like I I'm sorry for anybody that had me as a student. All my teachers out there, I think I got by with like straight D's. You know, I'm the exact opposite of Dimitri in that you know area. <laughs> so. Woo, glad I made it. Yeah, no, when they handed me the diploma, I was like, this is official. Like, you can't take this back. This is not like just for show. Like, this is it. And they were like, yeah, no, just take it. I, I ran. We we'll check it was your name too. You know, yeah, like, I was like, this isn't just like a blank one. Like, it's not It's not just like uh, for display. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, what they did here is we had an in-person graduation on the football field with all of the chairs 10 feet apart. And then we were sitting up in the stands at the football field. Um but they only counted grades through the fourth quarter. Oh, oh, oh didn't okay. count at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think that's also what kind of helped. Like uh, they got a lot more lenient on grades because mm -hmm. of COVID. They were like, okay, you guys, you know, we can't really teach you as well. So we'll just let certain things slide. So <laughs> graduate anyway. <laughs> I graduated. <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean, I, I guess at least you got to pars uh, participate in a prom for season four. Okay. So that was cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, honestly, I, 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 I'm I, pretty happy. I got to wear the suit of my dreams. Uh, it was between like the Pac-Man one or like one that matched, you know, me and Eli. It was like going to be you know, the binary bros. But ultimately, they decided to go with the Pac-Man one. I, I'm kind of glad they did because like, I feel like that's just Dimitri, you know? It is he, Dimitri. He, like, yeah. 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 For anybody that can't see it, he actually has socks. Each pair of socks is like completely different. Mm -hmm. They have like a bunch of different designs on them. So to have it be his entire outfit now, I think it was just perfect. I was, yeah. uh, I was just talking to a follower on Twitter and we were talking about Dimitri's Pac-Man suit. Uh, it, it, it exists. It's available, you know, on, on websites that you can purchase. But um, we were actually specifically talking like, oh, we need a hoodie of that now, you know? Really? Yeah, I, I think that would be really cool. But yeah, the Pac-Man print it's, it's, it's pretty dope. And we're, I, I think it's, it's not scheduled yet, but uh, we're in talks to speak with Frank tomorrow. And that's one of the things he definitely wants to talk about is that Pac-Man suit. Well, like you would get like Frank to like actually make it into a like a hoodie. Oh no 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 no! We're, we're gonna just speak to him in general oh, uh, about the wardrobe oh. of season four. Yeah yeah, yeah. But, okay. You know, I mean, he did make me my Miyagi Do uh, 
uh, mask out of the headband. Oh, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, no, I actually got to keep the Pac-Man suit too. Nice. I, uh, yeah. Really? I talked to Frank. I was like, dude, I need to keep this. And he was like, Keep it on the down low. So sorry, it's not so down low. It's now, not down but... low anymore. Right, right. Oh, <laughs> four is over. It's fine. Frank, turn your head. I'm gonna run out with this. I don't know who said that, Frank. Ah, right. Um, yeah, no, I got to keep the suit. Yeah, it was like tailored to us. You know, we all had our tailor-made suits, so I thought I might as well keep it. Yeah, Frank's such a nice guy. He let me take it home. So who knows? Maybe I'll wear it to a premiere one day when we have like that person one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. there you go. Where to right? uh, one of your con appearances? You know, that would, might be kind of fun. That, that would, would be, be very amazing. sweaty or hot. That would be very uncomfortable. That, yeah, that too. <laughs> I'll think about that. That's actually not a terrible idea. We're going to um, Liverpool in May, so that's maybe, right. If I have enough yeah, room, yeah, that's where uh, you might run into Let's Be Water over there. Oh, really? Oh, yes. Yeah. He was really looking forward to that. Uh, the last one in was it November? I think it was. Mm-hmm. Yep. And you oh. all had to cancel because you weren't done with season five yet. Yeah, we we didn't want to have to like we weren't 100 percent sure if we would all be able to make it. And because of that, we didn't want to have the con book tickets and then we'd have to cancel because that could really like, you know, mess them up if they had to fork out all that, you know, money for tickets and then they just lose that. So, yeah. Yeah, we thought it would be best. And now this way we don't have to rush things so we can all like really take our time there and get to meet everyone. I think it, it's a lot uh, better for everyone that we're coming out in May. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. I'm, I'm waiting they... for the um, the U.S. conventions to start again. I was so hopeful that they would in 2022 and now everything is like shutting down again. And it's like, man, we just we can't get this right. You know, yeah. it's like That's why we can't have nice things. Right. We could have had we could have had conventions like in the fall, but you they were all scheduled in the UK at the time. And now that we you know, we were going to have them in the spring and now we can't. And it's just a yeah. giant mess. But yeah, um, I've, I've only been to two because, yeah, things have been so shut down. Yeah, I haven't been able to go to too many. So I haven't been able to meet too many people. Right. You've but been yeah. doing Zobie signings, though, right? I did. Yeah, I have been doing that. Uh, but I don't know. It's just it's really nice to get to like meet people face to face and, mm -hmm. you know, talk to them, get to sign specific little things, get to see uh, how they feel about the show. I, I get like so many people um, at the cons. I get them saying like Dimitri kind of helps them out, you know, because uh, Dimitri's whole thing is becoming more comfortable with who he is. And I think that kind of resonates with certain people like, hey, maybe, you know, I can be confident in who I am. That's honestly something I've kind of struggled with. So to be able to help people going through the same thing, it, it feels really good. So yeah. I mean, awesome. I, I, I see the, the maturation in you and uh, and also Dimitri's character. You, you go back to that that first um, again, that first episode. It, it's it's a very, you know, young Gianni just getting you know wet behind the ears and all that. But, um, yeah. you know, you mentioned the two cons that you went to. What is um, a memory that uh, I don't know if it's something that somebody had you sign or uh, a story that they shared that really that really, um, I don't know, made you made you kind of feel nice. Like, hey, wow, that I did that for them or or just a uh, an item that they signed. We're like, wow, I, I can't believe they brought this. 
I mean, as far as like items that I can't believe they brought, I had someone uh, bring out, it was my very first one, they brought out like an entire flag. It was like a Cobra Kai flag banner sort of thing. And I wrote, I wrote out the entire speech I gave from the first season of like, oh yeah, we hand all the time, you know, that whole thing. I wrote that out and it actually bled through onto the table. So oh, no. for the rest of the day, I just had like this, this like foul mouth sort of phrase just sitting on my table for people to come up and see. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that was kind of awkward, but yeah. As far as like uh, kind of moving, I don't know. I mean, I get so many people that, you know, say that Dimitri just means a lot to them. I, I love it. Um, there there were a couple of people that were kind of moved to tears just because of how much they love the character. And honestly, I feel like, you know, I don't deserve that, that, uh, that much love, but uh, I appreciate it. And I, I don't know, they're all just so great. I love everyone, so. I mean, yeah. Dimitri's come a long way. You mentioned the confidence. I mean, from season one to season four, the biggest thing is confidence. He's still, he is who he is still. And Yasmin, she loves him for being him talking nerdy like that's that's dimitri he's not being any different than he was from season one yeah no he'll never compromise who he is uh, like as badass as he may become uh he's always going to be the nerd dimitri that's just who he is on a core level uh yeah and i love talking nerdy to yasmin i i love the relationship they they have you know like of all people to have like this hot passionate relationship dimitri is the one that has it that to me is just like, it's so funny. I love it. And uh, I actually got to add one of the lines um, where it's like the, I think it's season three, the volcano display made out of Legos, uh, where I say, oh, you'll never have to pay for an A again. I actually got to add that in myself because uh, that wasn't originally a line. And it just felt like, you know, as far as like talking nerdy to each other, I think that's just like so perfect. You know, it, it's like, he's not out in the wild. He can't provide you know, a big bore or anything like that, but he provides what he can. Straight A's. That's that's like his gathering resources equivalent. I don't know. So with that line, let's let's yeah. talk about Dimitri's headspace in that scene. Were Dimitri and Yasmin already together at that point? Because a lot of people think they were. See, I don't know. I think it's kind of tricky to say when exactly they ended up together. I don't think it was right then and there. I think it was he he was winning her over. Um, I think their relationship kind of began, what is it, right when they're making out in the hallway. I think that's kind of when he realizes that he's, you know, he's kind of winning her over maybe a little bit. But I, I think that whole season, he's kind of courting her and like slowly winning her over, uh, you know, with just his immense amount of charm. <laughs> that's, that's yes. And, and um, I love your big dick is absolutely a traditional part of courting. <laughs> yes, yes, that is. Thank you. Yes. It's very, <laughs> yes. They have that in the uh, books of courting from the 1800s. That's yes, yes. big deal. Mm -hmm. You know, on, on that topic, did Joe actually draw that? Or was it somebody from the art department? What's the art department? They have, uh, they had me make a cast they had me make three casts and they just practiced a bunch of different versions like a bunch of different drawings of dicks and her name written in different ways it was a rocket like, ship you know 
Yeah, yeah, with a rocket ship. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it's just a rocket ship. You guys, what do you get your mind out of the gutter? Um, yeah, I actually got to keep the uh, the practice cast that they they made for it, and I gave it to my dad. Uh, yeah, there's just like a bunch of different styles that they tried. But you gave your father a fake cast covered in dicks. We have an interesting relationship. <laughs> And also, I didn't think about it like that, but <laughs> thank you. You're welcome. Yes. Yeah. And this so is going we, on the internet? It, yeah, eventually. Um, yeah, yeah. A, few, a few different places. Okay. Um, since, you know, we're talking about season three, we, we didn't get to uh, hear your, you know, stories or experiences uh, about the LaRusso house fight. Um, you know, we we spoke with, the, you know, obviously, um, I think, was it? Was Sholo on here to talk about season three? I kind of forget. No, Jacob. I don't think he was. Jacob was. Jacob so, was. Uh, Jacob and and Joe, they both definitely talked about um, kind of how complex like all the moving parts were with moving furniture and changing out stunt doubles and stuff. What do you remember from filming that uh, entire sequence? Chaos and panic. That's yeah. That's the thing to remember most. It really was uh, crazy because you know you'll have your main fight, but in the background you have to have like these little fights going on to kind of fill the space, so it, it doesn't just seem kind of vacant. And so the uh, the stunt team, you know, they're amazing. They actually had to just come up with a bunch of mini fights that you would never really see, but needs to be there to make the world feel real. And uh, yeah, there were a lot of Texas switches. Uh, the thing I remember most is after my hallway fight, um, I fall down onto a chair and I'm looking around in horror and you have like the guy in the steady cam, the cameraman, as he pans around, I actually have to move the chair behind him slowly so that way he doesn't trip over it and then move it right back and then sit back down in the same spot. So oh while God. he's like panning over to like, you know, Hawk, throwing a piece of glass onto someone's head. I'm standing behind the cameraman with a chair, just like following him around. Like, yeah, it, it was insane. Um, and it, it took a few tries because it's all one take. So we had to get it all right on the on the first try, you know, uh, in like one take. Otherwise, yeah, we got to go back from the top. But everyone is such a professional. The whole cast, they've become so good at fighting. Uh, I honestly, I don't know how I can do it without them. They're amazing. It, it's great to work with them. One thing Jacob did say when we asked him about it was he said that you guys had practiced the the binary brothers, you throwing him behind you oh, yeah. um, a few times. And yeah. he was expecting that same beat. And that when you were filming, everything was so hype and crazy. He said you almost threw him into the wall. Yes. Yeah. He said he had no yeah. idea you were that strong. <laughs> uh, what can I say? I guess I'm uh oh, yeah, I don't know my own strength half the time. Uh, yeah, no, it's it's really difficult because you'll rehearse it one way and it's it's super different from when you're actually filming it because the the nerves and the adrenaline is so high, you can kind of uh, rush things sometimes. And that's the biggest thing is slowing down because if you're going super fast, it's just gonna look like a blur. So you have to kind of learn how to balance it between like making it look like a real fight, but also making it look good for the camera. So yeah, it's, it's, it may not feel quite right as a fight in the moment, but when it's, you see it back, um, it, it works. And that's something I'm still kind of trying to 
master, I think. Um, it's just a really difficult thing to find that balance, I think. But, um, you know, Daniel's so, all about balance, so. Right. I'm in Miyagi-Do, so yeah, it works. So you're talking about the um, the stunt team. Let's transition into uh, season four, where you do work with a uh, different fight choreographer. You already knew Ken from the uh, from the previous stunt team. Uh, were were there any differences in, in the in the style of um, kind of training you guys for for your guys's fights? Um, I mean, it was definitely a shock just because we had worked with uh, the original stunt crew for a while. Um, and they're amazing people and they're so great to work with. Uh, but when we finally switched over, uh, I don't think there was too much of a difference. I mean, it's always kind of chaotic because the same people that train us have to then go out and work on stunts and film certain things. So we're, we're not always going to be able to work one-on-one -on -one all the time because these, these people, you know, they're, they're so busy. They got to do their job. Um, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't think there was too much of a difference. I'm just grateful to have someone because without them, I don't know if I could do it. I, the biggest thing for me is just flexibility and they stretch us out all the time. Like my hips are so tight. They just don't open up. I cannot, no, like the, the final, uh, the, the final all Valley fight in season four, I was working out for the entire three months to be able to get to a point to do that. If we had done that episode one, it would look very different. And honestly, now I don't think I could do it without stretching out for a solid week. I gotta stretch more. Yeah. Flexors are just a little too tight and don't want to flex, huh? No, they don't want to do that. No, no. I tried gymnastics for a while. I was five years old and I just did hand puppets for my mom. That was all I did. That's that's gymnastics, right? Yeah. So who trained you? Because it, 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 it's timely because John shared a behind the scenes video of it yesterday. Oh, yeah. Who actually taught you the comma routine and, and when? My main man, my main man, the comma brother, Craig, he uh, is a master at commas. I didn't even know at the time when I first asked for them because I wanted to originally do those. Uh, in the original script, it was like a sword. And I said, I feel like I would kind of want to try something else, you know, maybe commas, because I got to play around with them a little bit in season three, even though I didn't actually use them. And they were like, yeah, okay. And I was like, oh, shoot. Now I actually have to get good at this. But luckily, you know, Craig, he actually competed in all Valley-esque karate tournaments where he does weapons demonstrations and stuff like that. He's actually a master at a lot of different weapons. But he showed me like clips of him working with the commas. And I was like, I have to do that? And he's like, yeah, no, you're going to be fine. It's going to be great. And I'm like, okay. I mean, the all Valley is in like a few weeks. And no, 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 you're going you're gonna to do great. And so I literally, I bought commas online because I wanted to have a specific pair that I always worked out with so I can, you know, I got the feel of those commas and I used those on the day. And I just kept training and I kept training. And that little clip of me outside, that was me for the two weeks that we filmed the All Valley, just outside every day, practicing and practicing. Uh, it, it was very nerve wracking, but also so much fun. Because it was like an actual weapons demonstration when I got up there and I actually did it. There was like an audience of people and, you know. Oh, yeah. Was, yeah. 
<laughs> saw the, we saw the footage. It's, it's very impressive, and um, you know, you, you guys, you guys' determination, it, it really pays off, and everything looks so great on 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 film. Um, we did hear that, yeah, and you just kind of kind of confirmed it. But it sounds like you, uh, everyone had a bit of a input into what they wanted to do, like Mary with the side and uh, Peyton with Katana and, and so forth. I mean, that's the great thing about the creators of the show, John, Josh, and Hayden. They're super open to our ideas because, you know, I feel like nobody really knows a character as well as the actor that's been playing them for so many years. So to get that kind of input is super vital. And uh, yeah, they're they're super great at taking ideas, considering them, working with actors. They're not just like, you know, no, you're going to do it this way and shut up, just go. And that just makes for a way more fun set because that's, you know, the whole point of acting, just playing around, you know, working together, having a good time. I would not trade my job for the world. Honestly, I don't think I could do any other job because like I said, I barely graduated high school. So... <laughs> So Yay. how many bruises did you give yourself up and down your arms? Not as many bruises as I did cuts, just because I had like the first pair of commas I bought, they were like this metal press. So they had some sharp edges and I didn't realize it at the time. Oh, no. So I would train with them and they were just, I would have like cuts all along my arms. I was like, okay, I, I either need to like get a sanding belt or a new pair of commas. So I got a new pair of commas and uh, my floor at the Airbnb I was staying at, I think got a little thrashed, but I think we got our deposit back. So that's good. Okay. That's all yeah. that matters. At the end of the day, oh, yeah, get all. your deposit back. That's all that matters. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But so, yeah, I don't think as many bruises. Mm -hmm. no, that's, I mean, that's good. You know, no, I, I'm too good. I, I'm immortal. I can't die. I, no, and I was just going to say, you know, it's a, it takes a certain skill to make sure that you're not going to, you know, continue hitting yourself over and over. So, um, now I, I did, I, I did not watch the interview because I, I didn't want uh, anything I learned from there to kind of influence how, you know, we interview you. But Elias did share a clip um, of a recent interview you did with him over at Man Cave Chronicles. And I know he asked you about the, the moment where Johnny kind of tapes you up with uh, the couch cushions and all that. Can you kind of take us through that a little bit? And um, how, how hard were people really going at you? Because they really make contact with that cushion. Thing. I look back on the actual clip and um, it looks like they're really kicking me hard. But from what I remember, it didn't feel that like intense or maybe I'm just, you know, my washboard abs really paid off. <laughs> I don't know. No, I don't have washboard abs. <laughs> I wish. Um, yeah, I, I don't think it was too hard. The thing that scared me was when Khalil, who plays Chris, when he kicks me, he knew that I had like a strap on, so he thought I was super safe. So he was like, all right, I'm gonna try to break it. I'm like, no, don't try to break it. He's like, yeah, no, it's gonna be great. And he keeps kicking me so hard. One time, I swear he grazed me, I swear. Like it, it didn't hurt, but it was enough that I was terrified. And I'm like actually taped to the, you know, the punching bag. So if he kicked me, I'm just, I'm kicked, that's it. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, when I first read it, it was it was a lot of fun. What? Okay, that's the that, that's the point of uh, the athletic supporter, yes, to protect those. Yeah, but um, I don't know. It's only so strong. Khalil is, you know, he's a strong guy. If he wanted to, well, I, I think he could have broken it. Yeah, those, he probably. Those could. are those are usually for accidents. But if somebody is purposely trying to get you there, like I, I don't know how much more safe would it be, though. 
don't know, maybe he's just like a super method actor. Maybe he just wanted me to do the best I could do. So thank you for that, maybe. I'm just gonna, you know, say that that's it so I don't cry. There you go. So yeah. what about Dimitri? Um, one of my favorite parts of this season was, you know, seeing you guys switch senseis for the for a while here and there. Um, Dimitri kind of caught Johnny's ire almost from the moment it started. Um, so I'm I'm guessing that's because Johnny remembers Dimitri. I don't know if it's that he remembers him or if just Dimitri's personality is so irritating to Johnny because it was bad enough that yeah, it was bad enough that he flipped him. I don't know if he even remembers him, though, or if he's just if he does as just like an annoying, an annoying voice in the background. Uh, but yeah, their their methods to things definitely clash. I think they're kind of the worst combo. It's kind of like, um, you know, fire and gasoline mm -hmm. in a way. They, how they work together so well, but yeah, they, it, it was definitely a challenge. And as you could see, it, it led to me getting kicked in my no-no square, which was so much fun. Speaking of so much fun, we heard um, the rooftop scene filming. That was fun as well. And it sounds like we missed out on seeing um, not the actors, but the, the characters, uh, more characters jumping from where you guys were standing into the other building. Yeah, that's the thing, you know, we have to work within a certain amount of time. So we have to cut certain things that we originally love doing. And it, you know, it looks so cool. But yeah, we got to tell the story at the end of the day. Uh, originally, we all jump except for Dimitri. And he's like the last guy to go. And I toss my backpack to Johnny. And I, I can't remember, I, I think I say something like, if I die, tell my girlfriend I love her or something like that. <laughs> something Dimitri-esque. <laughs> I just like, I bolt and I jump over. And we actually filmed one stunt piece where I almost fall off the ledge, but everyone as a team grabs me right before, which was terrifying to film because we, we found like a slightly smaller ledge, like, um, like somewhere near the uh, rooftop. They put mats down, they made it super safe. I was like tied down to uh, a bar and people were watching me. And I had to like pretend I was falling back and I was like actually hanging over the ledge. I had never done like a stun like that before. So I was super nervous. Um, and I'm, I'm glad we didn't use it. Why? <laughs> I almost uh, died for that. <laughs> we didn't go with it. Deleted no, scenes, deleted yeah. scenes. Maybe yeah, we, like, we're getting season three DVD tomorrow. So we should be getting the season four DVD in a year or so. And it can be on yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, maybe it'll be on there. But that's yeah. a really cool thing to film, even though it was terrifying. But yeah. The other thing that they don't tell you about filming on rooftop scenes is very bright. Like the floor is like a, a very reflective white. Mm -hmm. So it can be very blinding. And I have very sensitive eyes. So the whole time I'm just like, what did you say, Johnny? I'm just like completely blind, which is awesome. Get snow yeah. blind on a rooftop. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, snow blind. Yeah, I'm sure it was already uh, it was written on paper um, as this, but uh, using Nate as a system of measurement. <laughs> that was super fun. Yeah, uh, I don't know why the writers did that, but I'm so glad they did. It's just <laughs> it's the perfect measurement, honestly. I, I think when you're in mortal danger using Nate as a measurement is just a natural reaction. Right. Um, they, they always find something to write where, you know, the fans, we can 
kind of news in real life and only the other fans would know you know like if, if i was yeah. out out and about and i'm talking about like oh that looks about like two nates long like somebody that watches cobra kai is probably gonna get that reference right so i love it's like our unique little thing it's a little code for like hey do you watch cobra kai Right. Meanwhile, if I say that to my boss, he's like, what the hell is a Nate? You know what? When when I heard that the first time, the first binge, (laughs) I was like, I'm going to have to look that up. I don't know what that is. And then when Nate says something, I'm like, oh, Nate. Okay. So it took me a moment. I don't know how tall he is now. I don't know if that's really an accurate measurement anymore. Yeah. I'm sure he's for something. Well, yeah, I'd say um, when we interviewed him, he said that it was um, 14 Nates across. And then he was like, wait, I just made myself two foot tall. So. (laughs) All right. Yeah, yeah. No, that actually was. uh, That reminds me. They honestly went through a bunch of different versions of that saying that they were like, no, say 20 Nates or no, say just five. Like there were a lot of different versions of Nate that day just a bunch of alt takes it was very interesting that is interesting <laughs> yeah yeah I, I, you would think that just they just try to go more accurately you know but they were just kind of like eyeballing it you know in a ballpark like how many nates is that you know it was a new system of measurements <laughs> they were testing it out you know, i want to see like john josh and hater are debating there on the ledge i don't know it looks about looks about 14 nates yeah. i don't know maybe 13 and a half yeah, he's just like, hey, Nate, can you go down there, actually? I just, I just want to make sure. Yeah. Well, Michael Jonathan Smith said that we're supposed to measure everything in Nate's from now on. So, yeah. Yeah. Nate, one, one and three-fourths Nate, can you get into, like, half measurements with that? Well, sure. Yeah, yeah you got to break them up into four sections. Right. See, now I need to know how tall he is. I'm going to text him. Yeah. I'm going to figure it out. We'll, <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you what. We'll make, it like, an actual measuring tape out of Nate. And it'll be shaped like him. That's amazing. <laughs> Just tattoo, that like, is an excellent idea. The more and more I talk about stuff. it, yeah, I think it has to happen now. Can you draw? You can draw it, and then we can make it uh, a reality. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So yep. With, with season four, we got to see a lot of different montages and training sequences. Uh, what were some of your favorite uh, training sequences? I mean, other than getting kicked a bunch. Uh, I don't know. It was just really cool getting to actually do fight scenes with Ralph and Billy, especially with Billy, since I haven't worked with him in the past. Uh, Like prior to season four, I just got flipped by him and that was basically it. But now to kind of go up against him, that was it was super fun. Uh, I don't know. It's just so great to work with the OG, the OG karate kid people. They're they're so good. They're actually really good at karate, too. We don't really use stunt doubles for i would say about 90 percent of the fight scenes except for like the you know obviously super dangerous stuff like actually jumping over a bridge or building uh and falling down a flight of stairs <laughs> um yeah it was, it was just really fun to get to work with them i actually had to do this one fight sequence with ralph where i kick over his head and we got our timing wrong in some way or another because when my leg was above his head he came back up and i did like a mid-air split and like i said i i'm not a flexible person so i was just like it was let's just say i became more flexible that day yeah oh my gosh Um, 
Yeah, this is on the platform, right? Where you guys are sparring. Yes. Yeah, I think it was on the platform. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, I, and I have to say that seeing you fight, uh, seeing the the fight with Ralph, um, mm-hmm. reminded me and and made me feel justified on the video game Dimitri. And I've never got a chance to tell you this. Dimitri mm-hmm. is my favorite character to play, oh, and it's you. because Dimitri swings those arms. And leg, and he's got reach for miles on everyone else. Oh, and then they, add the, they added my disproportionate limbs. Oh, that's awesome. Yes. <laughs> I've honestly never played me. I don't, I just play as like, you know, Miguel or something like that. But I'm glad that they use my, my super long limbs. It's true in real life. They're very long, very, yeah. you know. <laughs> Yeah. And when, when you were fighting likes- Ralph, when we saw it in the trailer, I was like, that is that that's like right from the video game yeah. because Ralph can't reach him. <laughs> yeah. That's the one thing I have. I may not have muscles, but I have a lot of legs. So. There you no, go. Yeah. I mean, your, your stance and uh, just to see Dimitri fight, it's, it was a really, really cool sight to see. Um, just, you know, remembering him from season one at the, uh, at the finale, where he's talking to what was it Miguel? I think talking to Miguel and making him. I like uh, season one where I'm talking about rejoining. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that yeah. then to kind of see where you're at, sparring with, uh, you know, uh, Dimitri and Daniel. Um, this is all really cool. So let's talk about the uh, the prom scene, and mm. you know, you mentioned the two different suits you got to wear. Uh, what was it like uh, f- filming that entire evening? It's fun. Like I said, I didn't get a prom, so it was kind of like a pseudo prom in a way. I got to hang out with my friends and I got to dance a little bit, even though for most of the takes we didn't have music. So we're just kind of like having to feel out the vibe in our head. Uh, Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. They actually they'll play music for a little bit. So everyone kind of gets the rhythm of it. So we're all on the same page. And then they cut it when they start rolling. So that way there's no like sound interfering. Um, uh, it was super fun. I got to work a lot more with Annalisa who plays Yasmin. She's awesome. Um, yeah, I, I'm really happy with the way that they're taking their relationship. Just having them be like this couple, uh, just constantly making out. That's, you mm-hmm. know, it's like I said, for Dimitri to be in a relationship like that is crazy. And I don't know why, but Jacob or Hawk is always getting caught in the middle of it. And that's amazing that we just keep rubbing that in his face. <laughs> I love it. I finally get to, you know, be the cool guy in the show. Right. Right. Um, one thing I said about season four that that um, upset me or bothered me, not really, but um, between you, between Dimitri and Yasmin and Robbie and Tori, I am no longer afforded the luxury of not speculating on the sex lives of children. What? Oh, no. <laughs> this is like the, the arm chest thing. Oh, no. Uh, yeah, um, yeah. Well, Luan also thinks that at, at Stingray's house, in his mind, uh, Dimitri locked himself in the bathroom by mistake. I locked myself in the bathroom? Honestly, I wouldn't put that past Dimitri. No, yeah. he, he would be like, you know, hang on my you know, Cruella DeVille, let me go get fixed up. And then I would just lock myself in the bathroom for the rest of the night. Yeah. That seems very on brand with the character. You, oh. you just, uh, yeah. this is, we're talk, kind of talking about like Dimitri and, and Yasmin. 
Uh, do you have any insight as to why there was that dialogue of uh, Yasmin was going to be gone in Australia? Was Annalisa not uh, available for for filming? Yeah, or? I think it, it it was like a conflict because um, she's she was filming in I think New Zealand. Uh, One of us is lying. I think that's what it's called. Oh, okay. uh, yeah, she was having to film that, which kind of sucked because it was like, oh shoot, are we not going to be able to have? this uh back and forth between the two characters but i mean obviously good for her uh but we were able to work it out so it, it was super cool to have her back and yeah she's just a, such a great actress to work with that yeah i'm glad we were able to you know line up our schedules yeah yeah that was great and just the little bit of dialogue that they gave her that she just flew in for the prom and she had to go back explained why she wasn't there to cheer for him the next day yeah, yeah, exactly. And uh, that's just kind of the effect Dimitri has on people. He'll make them fly across the the world just to see them for one day. Right. We'll be back in time six hours, day. too. Yeah, there we go. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about the, the tournament scene. Uh, you obviously um, did the commas. Now, what, how, what was filming that like? That, how many takes did you have to do or did you take more than one take? I think it took three takes. I was the first one up. No one else had done theirs yet. And I was like, oh, shoot, do I really have to start things off? Uh, and I, I go up. It's all just one take. They have a bunch of different angles. They had like the crane there. It, it was super nerve wracking because, like I said, it, it was like an actual performance. There was an, an audience there watching me. But everyone is so supportive. As soon as I finished up, they were all applauding me, like just genuinely, even when the cameras turned off, because, you know, it's it's scary to do that sort of thing. And we we all applauded everyone after they finished their, you know, fight sequences, because everyone works so hard that season. And it looks like a professional All-Valley tournament. I'm so glad that we were given the chance to actually do that sort of stuff ourselves, because it, it just looks genuine that way. Like instead of having you know, uh, a stunt double do it and you can barely see our face the whole time to be able to actually go up there and do it ourselves. I, yeah, it was so much fun. Hey, John posted a, a little behind the scenes of one of the moves that actually completely blew my mind was Tanner and Jacob. Um, when Tanner launches off Jacob's legs and kicks him backwards and then Jacob catches himself and throws himself back up. And I'm like, you can see both of their faces the entire time. That's them. Um, no, they're, they train so hard for that. They, yeah. Right. So John posted the video of them with the wires. So mm. did Dimitri have any wire stunts in season four? I never had to have any just because I'm so tall. <laughs> I, think I was just able to jump up in the air and they were like, all right, that's great. Go for that. Uh, no, I just never really had any, you know, crazy flips or anything that I had to do. Uh, maybe one day I'll be in one of those harness things, although they look super uncomfortable. I don't think I would ever want to stay in one for too long. I, I actually have a funny video of Sholo in uh, like a pair of wires just like dangling around the whole time. I'll show you guys one day. It's, okay. it's so much fun. Oh, is it the school? Is he like yeah, dangling no, in the, it's lobby at the All Valley Tournament? Oh, at the All Valley. Yeah, okay. no, yeah, season four. He's just like dangling in the air. Just like a baby, you know, in one of those little straps on their mom's back right. or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So season four, as you as a fan of the show, when you're, when you're watching all of season four, obviously, um, I, I, you're in a lot of episodes. So I'm sure you get to read a lot of the scenes that, that Dimitri isn't in. 
But watching the show, what were some of your favorite moments in season four or characters and stuff like that? Because obviously we get the introduction of like Kenny, Devin, but mm-hmm. also Terry Silver returns to this universe where we haven't seen him in over 35 years. Yeah. Uh, see, yeah, that's the thing. There's so many new characters this season. Like you said, uh, you know, we have Kenny Dallas who plays Kenny. Uh, he's a super nice kid, by the way. My first time meeting him, I think it's season four. Yeah, he's so nice. And I'm kind of excited to see what the future holds in store for that character. You know, he's, he's kind of being led down the wrong path. It's like a, a mini hawk almost. Who knows, maybe in season five and six, we'll be able to turn him to the good side. But uh, yeah, I think things could be, you know, there, there could be a serious problem there with him. And then also having Silver now, it's kind of like crease on steroids. Cause not only does he have like the intention to do, you know, Daniel and Johnny harm, but he actually has like the connections and the money to do so. Like he can invest all of his time and energy into just this. It's like a new bad guy that we've never seen before. And getting to work with Thomas, another OG, you know, karate kid guy, it's he's so nice. And honestly, he's he's pretty scary. He's really good at karate. I did not realize until, you know, later on, I can't spoil anything, but he has to pull out some kicks and he's got reach, man. I thought I had reach, but he's got reach. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he posted a video, too, of him um, kicking a red solo mm-hmm. cup off the top of a heavy bag. Yeah, yeah. that's uh, that was uh, what is it called? A spin back hook kick. I think that's what it's called. That's hard kick to do. You have to, like, time it just right. You have to watch where you're kicking to be able to kick a red solo cup off the top of the thing. It's insane. He's super good. Yeah, oh, yeah. he is. Yeah, yeah. Hang on. As, uh... You, 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 to, you ask, I, I forgot a question. Again. Okay, no problem. Yeah, just getting ready to wrap up here. Uh, I'm sure we have a, a question each. Now, season four also gave us a uh, a big uh, guest appearance by Carrie Underwood. And one of the behind-the-scenes photos, you, Jacob, and Sholo are yes. carrying Carrie under a piece of wood. Carrying Carrie Underwood under wood. Yes. 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 Uh, I think, you, yeah, yeah, go for it. No, no, just, just can you share like how that came about? Uh, that the ideas behind that, I don't even know, man. Jacob and Sholo just walked up to me, they're like, Hey, we need you to hold like a, a piece of wood. I'm like, Okay, what are we doing? And they're like, We're gonna carry Carrie Underwood under wood. I'm like, Okay, I love it, let's do it. And I they have balls, man. They just walked up to her like in the middle of everyone. And they were just like, hey, can we do this thing? And Carrie Underwood, she's like such a good sport. She was like, yeah, yeah, totally. No problem. There was no hesitation whatsoever. She was down. It was crazy. I, and I, yeah, I'm just happy I, I got to hold a piece of wood over Carrie Underwood. Was, yeah. Highlight of the week. There you go. I don't know. That's yeah. I have that in my camera rolls. That's I look to it for inspiration. As you should. One of the gifts that's been making the rounds on Twitter lately, I don't know if you've seen it or not, is um, Jacob ripping off his gi jacket and throwing it to you. So what was that scripted that way? Did he decide to do that? Your face looks very confused when you catch it. Yeah, no, I... I can't remember. I don't think it was scripted. I think on the day they were just like, 
all right, well, you need to get rid of your gi. Where would you put it? And I think we just decided, like, well, you'd probably throw it to your binary brother. But your binary brother wouldn't realize that this is happening, and he doesn't necessarily love, you know, that sort of showboating. And so he would just be very confused, like, what, what are you guys doing? And so I think it just kind of, you know, two opportunities came together to make an awesome moment. Uh, yeah, I love doing improv like that, just like the little things. It's, it, it's what makes yes. a character feel alive to me. Yeah. Right. And, and it, it makes just, sense because Robbie threw his to Tori, who is yeah, the yeah. most important person to oh, him. Yeah. So, yeah, that it contrasted really, really well. Yeah. <laughs> Instead yeah. of like his love interest, it's me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that. So, uh, you know, there's a couple of things there you just reminded me of. You know, we we're talking about uh, Hawk removing his shirt and, and you're talking about improving. We did an improv episode on our channel. If anyone has not seen it, uh, Gianni removes his shirt for me at one point. So there's a little incentive to go find that old video. Oh no, I don't. I you, don't remember. Oh no, I didn't remember you, taking my shirt. Don't find it. Delete no, it. Yeah. It's actually the featured video on the Facebook page. Oh, you don't need <laughs> to see my face. The, the improv. His improv is still the featured video. Yes. Oh. We never. We never changed it. That was oh. super fun to do. I, I did not remember that I, I took my shirt off. Thank you for uh, you, reminding me You were me that. pretending to be Brooks. You came out like, hey, bong rips and skinny dips. And I was yeah, like, yeah. oh, you know, need you to take off your shirt. And then I told Owen, Owen, don't worry about taking off your shirt. It's fine. Uh, and no, it's such a good concept. I, I still don't know what a squiggle means. Or a cone. <laughs> I want, can I have one, though? I'm glad you remembered that because it just came up in a conversation recently. And people, some people remembered the cone and some didn't, but yeah. um, good time. I wasn't part of it. I was engineering though. And I was laughing my butt off the oh. whole time. It would, I, uh, need, yeah. I need to ask though, can I please get a cone? Just one cone. All the cones. You deserve it. Well, I don't think I deserve that many cones. Okay. But what about, what, about a, what about a check mark? Didn't you want a check mark? Check marks are so last it, season, you know, okay. they're, they're out. Okay. It's about cones and squiggles, man. That's it. Yeah. No more squares. There's a trendsetter. Trendsetter. Oh, he squares? wants the squiggles and the cones. Yeah. Square. I would take a square. Okay. It's hip but, to be square. But don't check it. Don't check the square. Okay. No X's. Yeah. yeah. yeah no, oh, God, no X's. So... I think that uh, <laughs> that's a great way to end it. <laughs> yeah, that's a good so, finishing. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, aside from Cobra Kai season four, which is obviously out Netflix now, everyone should have seen it by now. Is there anything else you might be able to promote? Any appearances coming up that you can uh, talk about or share? I mean, I, you know, I'm doing a bunch of Comic Cons later on this year. Uh, so if you can catch me there, that'd be awesome. And uh, yeah, who knows? We'll see what the future holds in store. I have a lot of my own projects that I eventually want to make. So I might try to get into a college if any of them will accept me and study film. So you nice. look out for that. Oh, also Fartcopter. I don't know. Have we talked about Fartcopter? That sounds familiar. Sounds Isn't that familiar. like an older old project? Just Anybody that wants to look it up, look it up. It's amazing. That's that's it. That's all I'll say. Okay. Is it is it is it that an older thing you did? It's yeah. I was I think ten years old. I I don't want to give too much away. I'm wearing a yeah. suit. Yeah, I'm wearing a suit and I talk in a British accent, British Australian accent. Ooh, 
nice. It, it sounds vaguely yeah. familiar, maybe from yeah. the first interview, but uh, it, yeah, that's why I was like, it's not like the accent's bad. But it's it's for adult swim. I'll say that it's for adult swim for a copter. I kill my family. Oh, yes. <laughs> at the age of ten. At the age of ten, yes. Uh, using fart noises. It's it's hard to explain. You gotta go check it out. Okay, I'm yeah. definitely gonna have to career. go watch this tonight. Then, yeah. 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 Let me know what you think about it. Absolutely. All right. So, Gianni, where can people uh, find you on social media if they don't already follow you? I know, uh, obviously, you're on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, I haven't been on my Twitter in a while. I got to go back on it. I'm sorry for anybody following me on there. I, I don't post. I don't get it. Uh, but you can follow me on Instagram, uh, just Gianni underscore DiCenzo. And then I have TikTok. It's also Gianni underscore DiCenzo. I, I just post a bunch of nonsense on my TikTok, though. So, you know, be careful. <laughs> That's the best I can say for that. But yeah. All right. Brianna, where can people find you? Um, I am Brianna 25 and I am the exact opposite. I don't get Instagram and I am on Twitter almost constantly. Um, also Facebook, Tumblr, fanfiction.net, archive of our own YouTube, email, DeviantArt, live journal. Been around a while. Yeah. Well, been... Platforms. Oh my God. I, yeah. I, my TikTok and Instagram are nothing. Okay. <laughs> you know, I, I, I forget that I have a TikTok. I have a few things on there that uh, yeah. I I took one of Jacob's videos where he was like rubbing Sholo's face when Sholo was sleeping. And I added, uh, I don't know what it's called, like a split or a duet or whatever, where I, oh, I moved oh. my hand to make it look like it's uh, that's my hand instead of Jacob's touching. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I love that. That's good. So, I, I got to check that out. So, yeah. So, yeah, I'm on TikTok as well uh, on Twitter at Pod. On Instagram, Cobra Kai Companion, very active on both platforms there. And uh, you know, thank you everyone for tuning in. Thank you, Gianni, for uh, coming back. Yes, your, we've missed your, you. Your stories, yeah. Yeah, yeah I missed talking to you guys. Thank you so much for having me, man. Yeah, anytime. You know, you have an open invitation here. So, uh, so that's gonna we'll have do to it. figure out another improv to do. Who knows? Yes, but I'm not Please. taking my shirt off this time. Okay, okay that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> All right, so uh, thanks for tuning in, you guys. We'll catch you guys next time. Bye. Haven't you done enough, princess?